When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming live on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Appreciate all the love and support. This is a live stream. We're going to actually fix this camera a little bit there on uh, TikTok. With that, you guys can swing on over here to Ryback TV on YouTube. Please subscribe, turn on those notifications. Where you are the co-host of the show, the ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions go. Ladies and gentlemen, health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, sports, politics, pro wrestling, and anything and everything in between on there. So come on over. Super chats are greatly appreciated. Shout out to everybody that listens to this show on all podcast platforms or listening to the, the non-live version available at any time, wherever podcasts are heard in iTunes reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated. Streaming live also, Twitch, Ryback Rules, and at Facebook, at Ryback Reeves. Got my coffee here. Guys, took the dogs for a nice long walk at the new uh, park that's uh, just down the road from me. A beautiful part of Vegas up by the mountains up here. Fresh, clean air, and it will probably be ruined shortly by more and more people as they realize this beautiful new park is open. But uh, they're building homes everywhere. It's it's going to be crazy to see what this area is going to be like in the next five to ten years. It's already crazy from the last five to ten, but. Anyways, guys, this show is brought to you by my Feed Me More Nutrition Premium Supplement line. Premium supplements sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors like those other guys. Vegan friendly for all people. He, she, men and women. He, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. You can save 30% for all new customers. If you've never tried the supplements, we have 13 different things for you to try. Use discount code RYBACK30, RYBACK30 to get 30% off your first order. And also a free bottle with a free gift from yours truly of our one, two, three muscle joint tendon support formula, guys. A $44.99 value, yours free. For all returning customers, 20% off discount code FEEDME20. FEEDME20 at checkout to get 20% off and the free gift of the one, two, three 
Bottle Ryback, Ryback. Why are you giving the new customers 30% off? Why are you giving all of us 30% off? Well, sign up for my weekly email and text message, and you could be getting the biggest savings of them all, my little pal. Because we need to entice new people, new customers to come in. Hey, here's a nice friendly discount. Hey, you know, and, and people, here's the candy. And then they come in. That's, you know, the old, that's, that's, again, I've used that reference before, but that's the best thing that I know of an analogy of like, or it's like a, a drug dealer, but these are not drugs. These are natural supplements. A drug dealer giving you a free, hey man, here's a free hookup. Here's a free, free supply. And then you get hooked because it's so good. And then you, and then you become a lifelong customer. So... <laughs> All righty here. Let's get into the show. What do we got going on today, guys? What do we got going on? I love your questions. Somebody's starting off hot. The air isn't good in Ohio. Yeah, there, it's crazy what's going on, and it, it's an unfortunate situation. And you got we, things happen, and but there there are a lot of things happening. It, it is, but there are. I think we have to be very like we just live in this day and age where. I see it because Twitter has been feeding a lot of like BS since Elon took over Twitter. I get more BS political stuff from like not political, like from just people that it's showing up on my feed. And, uh, and I'm not, not a fan really of a lot of it. And I end up blocking it, but, uh, where they kind of try to stir up controversy and it's like people on either side, whether they're, they're political Republican, Democrat, far left far right whatever the like this extreme people that like just push things and like so it's very hard to know like what's true what's not true but like a lot of times i see people they take something and they take it out of context and they push it out and then people are reacting into it out of the context out of the thing that is taken out of context and so it's just really it's almost just like you just gotta just step away from it and but but there is that that the the spill the, the fire, the train, was it the derailment deal? I don't know. It's horrible. None of this stuff, chemicals, and just not not a not a good situation. You know, I think if, if you know, unfortunately, you know, if I was in that situation and able to leave for a bit, I probably would, would pack up and go, you know, family member somewhere relative somewhere else somewhere else in the country again this that's a hard thing to go do if you work and one how many people can actually go do that anyways can afford to go do that right especially in the current times not a lot probably so it's um i don't know i just i i tell you and i, I told you guys i've never i've never voted i'm not a political person and uh and i because I, I think the whole thing is just so screwed up and i don't i don't have i've never felt good about it and uh and then my my whole deal was all along and always has been, you know what, just sweep my own porch, take care of myself, work as hard as I can, be as good of a person as I can. But up until just a, the few last few years, government really never, never really impacted my life too greatly. You know, hey, taxes are here a little more, this, this, but, but nothing was really, you know, this is the first time in my life where I've really, truly been impacted by by our government and and I'm not a fan of the current administration, not to say that I would be a fan of another one, but like I've always rooted for whoever was in charge to, because their success is our success. But these people, like something is just completely, and it's been off for a long time, but this is, you're impacting 
our country in ways that that it's not going to be reversible for many and um and it's it's frustrating and i I just don't like you see that stuff happening and i just i wish everyone the best over there and it's our our world and our, our system and our economy everything is so fragile and this is what i tried telling you guys too and like everything with the whole c word back in 2020 and then the 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 talks of the shutdowns and everything's if you watch this show and listen, I said we cannot go that route. That will that will have very very bad negative repercussions for for a long time. And what has happened? That that sure as hell has been the case. And uh, and so many people. I was like, I tell you guys, I speak my own truth and and, and, and from the heart on things. And I think you'll be hard pressed to find things that I'm really really wrong on on things over the years on whether it's pro wrestling or life on things. And it's uh, not to say that I can't be, or it can't be something that was slightly this and that, but it's, it's not good. Not good. You know, it's like the whole C stuff too. And like the natural immunity and just say, no, it's just common sense. These people that you guys are listening to now always, always bragged about natural immunity, but you know, people then wanted to, to, to no, 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 no. And then everything, sure enough, came true. And then it's still like, oh, we don't want to talk about it. That was the years ago. But the uh, we live in crazy times, man. But you just got to try to keep our head on straight and, and focus on all the good that, that exists out there and, and, and stay away from the nutcases and all the BS as much as possible. Joseph, thank you, buddy, saying your energy and motivation uh, – and your motivation mindset coupled with your supplements have been game changing for me. Thanks for your awesome energy, big guy. You're very welcome, buddy. Very kind words of you. And I, I greatly appreciate that. Uh, Manu, this is live. This is the Ryback show live. See that red button in that top left corner that says live. We are live in living color, my man. Live everywhere. I'm streaming live all around the world right now. People in India, Pakistan, uh, Abu Dhabi, Qatar, London, Canada, here in the United States, Mexico. Me amigos in Mexico. We're all tuning into the Ryback Show live, which, by the way, it was brought to my attention right before I went live. The show, I haven't looked at the rankings for the audio version in, in so long. They don't even update my show. They have it still as conversation as the big guy. I used to get the emails on it. I blocked it. The show used to be a top, like on the audio version, the first probably year we were, year first couple few years, we were a top rated show for whatever segment we were in. We were always in that that group. And uh, I get more listens now, though, on across all the platforms. Like TikTok, 30 to 100,000 uh, people will tune in to the Ryback show, any given show. And then you factor in all the other, the audio, the Instagram, the YouTube, the Twitch, the Facebook, and uh, what other, what else there is, but it, it does great numbers. But those, the, the, I guess we've now broken back into the top hundred for the audio, for the podcast, just the audio with that, which would be great. And that's like I've said, if the shadow band stuff doesn't exist, this is already a top show. With all the with all the total listens per episode, everything combined. But if you're just going for the the audio segment there, it would be nice to get back in that. So keep keep going and keep recording. 
But again, you gotta you gotta hope that you know YouTube would distribute the notifications to the to the listeners, you know, and it's it's unfortunately and to people that have subscribed, it's not the case. And I'm dealing with that. I've got an open case still, which they're trying not to, they don't want to answer any questions. And it is uh it, it's beyond frustrating. But I go, I just gotta keep doing the work. There's gonna come a point in time, like I said, Twitter gets fixed. That's going to give me a lot of power if Twitter gets fixed first here and to start raising more and more awareness. And, hey, if I got to show up on some some new shows and, and, and keep pleading my case, because I already know what's going on. And now it's just a matter of, of, of putting some heat on, on, on the right people. But I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that Elon's going to get that algorithm fixed and, uh, and we'll be off to the races and one platform at a time. Thank you very much, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Good to see you here. Yeah, we we definitely, I highly recommend anybody, even you if, go sign up for my email and text message program on, on feedmemore.com. It's just one message a week, uh, my thought of the week on the email. Sometimes if it's, if it's not long enough, I can get it on a text. I'll, I'll keep it there or a condensed version. And, uh, and they go out every Wednesday, Thursday, email, text, and uh, with a massive discount that, that you know, not available anywhere else and always try to come up with different ideas and deals and on that and to to reward our 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 most loyal customers ryback do you believe there are aliens oh my yes i there's there's so much we're in, on this planet just floating around and like there's so much more out there than like when i was young growing up and, and we had in school and looking at the solar system and now what they know compared to what they're at least what they were telling us they knew then is is that yeah there's a lot out there and in, in that we, our minds can't even fully fathom and, and just wrap our, our brains around like it is to think that we're just all alone here on on planet earth and, and there's nothing else and there's all these other planets and things that could that could host life out there you know i this is why I, I'm of the mindset, guys. Like, like, and there's some brilliant, brilliant people on this planet and on the and here. And it's like, and I love learning and, and applying. But I go, I just think, like, too, man, I want to enjoy life as much as possible. I don't want. I'm not gonna beat myself up trying to figure everything out. And like, there's just stuff that we're we're not gonna know. And as like, why? But that's just like humans, like we want to try to figure everything out. But there's just there's things beyond our powers that we are not going to figure out. It's like I would rather just enjoy life and be happy and do the things that I love and enjoy the most. And, and you know, I always say when we when we when we die and we pass on, hopefully we, we get all the answers. And then and it's like and then, you know, that's I just picture I picture my, my jack soul up there. And it just and then it's like sitting and in, in getting getting all the answers and it just everything is getting caught up and that's the after you say hi to your your past family members and dogs and my jacked up soul sitting there talking to itself is and god is showing me the the explanation of life and it's like going to be the first thing did you did you take time to be happy and enjoy life or did you waste your life trying to figure out everything that wasn't going to be able to be figured out and i hope to god i could say i i i, I was happy and i did my best and of just enjoying everything and you know, but some people, hey, if your thing is just because some people just overthink and want to like, you know, it's not worth it's not worth it.
but there are there there definitely is life out there uh, there has to be there's just uh there's 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 just uh i i, I don't know i like uh, i've seen some pretty crazy things in the sky here in vegas at, years ago I, I i didn't have my phone on me i was out back with the dogs and uh but you know there there's area 51 not horribly far from where i'm at and i'm up north so i'm closer to that than in, in the heart of vegas i mean it's only hours away um and then you know the, the nuclear test sites and like there's a lot of crazy things that the the nellis air force base and and all that jazz but uh so i go you never know what they could be testing but i saw a pretty crazy thing that was not that was not like unlike anything i'd ever seen many years and I, like I, I didn't want to even leave to go try to go run and get my phone and lose it i was just like in like awe of it. it was it was it was something else but there's how many people like see things and it's like yeah right and who knows so who knows i don't beat myself up like trying to figure it out it'd be great if they abducted me though and gave me some like even some really cool mega superhuman powers come back in wrestling and just like use like pick people up without touching them and like have all these extraterrestrial energies what a gimmick that would be undefeated undefeated Sorry, my character can't lose. I have extraterrestrial powers in real life. <laughs> uh, I am doing great. Thank you very much. All right, the Super Chats are starting off hot. Sweet Sugar Sugar coming in with a 10 spot. Three facts about Triple S. This is Sweet Sugar Sugar for those of you not, list, not familiar. Ryback Show regular. Three facts about Triple S. The very first episode of Raw... I've ever seen was in 2006 when DX took over the WWE production truck. Number two, I've been to every state on the East Coast. Three, I'm number nine out of 10 kids. Wow. There we go. Three facts about sweet sugar sugar. Um, I am nine, you're number nine out of 10 kids. What a, I come from my parents. I only got one sister, but my, my mom comes from a family of, was it my mom's side? Like, is it 11? And my dad is like nine, eight or nine. Kids. Like, so both my parents come from very large families. And then how funny they, they have kids and both their kids have no kids. Because <laughs> we're smart. We're smart. My real estate agent that I deal with, she has three kids in the last few years. Two of them are hers and, uh, and one from another marriage. And, uh, I could just, she's, she's, she's working overtime and, uh, I was just talking to her the other day. She's like, I can't wait for, for daycare. And, uh, I just, I, I look at like people that, you know, all the power to you with it. It's, uh, I just, I'm so happy in, in, in life and I've got my hands so full anyways, as it is. And you could always adjust. And I have friends that have had kids and they adjust and all that, but it's, uh, I can't imagine nine, 10, 11 kids, like, I just, it's, everyone's different. That's what the beautiful part of life is. Everyone is, is intrigued and, and uh, has a different purpose and things that they feel. And, but can you imagine trying to raise 10 kids? I'd be wrestling in the, in the, I would have to wrestle until I died. 
I would I would even be I would have to do everything I'm doing and just keep wrestling and, and like 90 years old, 90 years old with my extraterrestrial power still going strong. Jay Tony, did you ask? Were you the same one that asked that the other day? And it goes, How do you how how do you cope? How do you I think you meant cope? With the loss of a recently deceased relative, I'm asking because a cousin of mine passed away in September of 2015. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that. And I, the other episode of the Ryback Show was the last show. I think I talked about that in pretty great depth. And I just choose to focus like that. And for my uh, views of death, and that I choose to like look at the positives of like, we get to be reunited with all those that have we've lost in our families and pets prior. And, um, and I think it kind of gives you, it, it just kind of gives it a more positive something to look forward to. And, and that and not to, not to try to be scared of it as much as possible, but obviously when someone else passes away, I think we have to look at that, that they get to be reunited with everybody else in their lives that they have lost up to prior to, to them passing away and to try to not look at it from a selfish standpoint, that there's no pain and suffering, that they're at peace. And now it's just us. And we have to then realize that, that they are no longer here physically in, but we are given an endless amount of love to give. And I've always done this with my pets. And uh, when the pet passes away and, and, and giving a love to a new pet, and it's, that that to try to stay in a, a state of love and happiness as much as possible, but and not to be selfish and that we miss and that we feel alone, but we're we're actually not. There's a whole world out there of things that want to be and need to be loved. So it's up to us to to get in the right mindset and try to 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 find those things and and to honor that memory of them and to move forward. That's all we could do. And there's no point in being stuck and, and staying stuck and and, and you know, but acknowledge them and miss them and, and do the things and have pictures of them and, you know, do things that, that make you feel good when you see that and know that they're at peace and they're with their other loved ones. And I think it just shifts your minds into a, into a, 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 a better place. That's just my, my opinion on it. And there's, there's no right or wrong. Hello. Hello. Everything is great in Vegas. Thank you. I have no idea what happens after death. I really, I really don't. I don't think anyone really, really does. How crazy be when we, we, we die and we find out it's like a video game sound goes off in our head. Like the like Super Mario Brothers when you die. And we're just like, ah, shit, this is just aliens playing a video game. So many more things would make sense then. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I want to look, look at have it be a surprise. Be great. Like you're on the deathbed and like on the verge of like going and like you can. You're getting like you can see the aliens actually playing the game. They're trying to revive you. And it's just that you see it's your afterlife experience. You realize it's all just a game. I hope the aliens that are playing as me are pretty damn good. 
We've got another super chat here. This is a bright orange color here. Uh, Winter Kirsch, thank you very much. Twenty three ninety nine. Is that euros? What is that? What is that in American dollars? It's better than Canadian, right? Do you prefer Ryback or Big Guy? Rye Guy or Big Back? Greetings from Austria, the holy land of taxes. P.S. is Kane really as tall as the WWE measures him. Thank you very much. I go Ryan. People call me Ryback. Uh, some people say Big Guy. I'm not. I don't. I don't uh, discriminate. Nobody calls me really Rye Guy or uh, Big Back. Some people call me Back. Hey, Back. What up, Back? Um, but uh, usually it's Ryan or, or Ryback for the most part. So with that. Kane, I don't know what they bill him at, but he's he's definitely tall. I know he's he's not seven feet tall, but I mean, but he could have been with his back when he was. If they ever did list him as seven feet with the Undertaker, it would he had good lifts. I know he had bigger lifts, if I'm not mistaken, at one point. And then I think after a while, uh, then, you know, but he's, I don't know if he's. I'm not. I mean, he's tall. He's, uh, and I don't know if he's like six nine, six ten. Six eight, like, but he he's he's tall regardless. I would have to look and see, like, like him next to like Wade Barrett, because Wade is like six 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 seven. Wade's a tall guy, and uh, I think Kane is a little taller than him, if I'm not mistaken. Thank you very much. Iron Paradise says, hey, big guy, from watching your show, I know you had to deal with a lot of toxic people in WWE. How did you deal with that toxic environment in the workplace? So there's a lot of positivity in, in things in different areas. Uh, there's politics in every workplace. and whatnot. I just simply, I, I, I wrote alone. I stayed to myself and after my ankle injury in things and in realizing the environment that I was in. And I always loved him, always walked around with a smile and loved, and I'm happy, easy going. I look at the positives and things and it is definitely, it is, it was a, it, it was, it was a shell shock in just seeing in like it very, could be very negative and people doing things and saying things that aren't true. And, and you're just like, what? And then but people, some people believe that stuff. And, uh, like I've said, I've talked about the groups of wrestlers that will go sit in the bleachers, and I don't know if they still do it, and just would talk shit about everybody. And and, and you hear all this stuff with like the women and the little stuff, the petty stuff, and and I and I've seen it. I've seen a diva, and I'm not going to name her name, who was just sitting there. I've mentioned it before on an airplane, just bashing one of the other divas, and then the other diva came and had her seat was right next to us. And she instantly, oh, so good to see you. You look so beautiful. Like, I, I literally, like, this is, and I, later on when she was gone, I go, don't, please have, don't ever talk to her, to me again about her. And, and she understood very well. And I didn't say anything, mean, but I just let her know that I don't want any part of her, her, her fake bullshit reality, that, that bubble that she was living in with that. And, uh, but that's the stuff that's, it's not just in wrestling, that's everywhere with it. And, um, I would just, but I wrote alone. I, I did things that made me happy and kept me listening to my audiobooks and my books on business and my investing and how I was going to start my business and focused on my stuff I was doing, my wrestling matches, my gym time, and, and, get, and keeping my body as healthy as I could when, when it was when it was hurting and, you know, eat eat 
the, the restaurants I wanted to eat at. And there's, you know, I hung out with the guys that made me laugh, you know, at, at TV. I, and I got along with everybody. But, but me and Ziggler, anyone I was around, it, but like Ziggler was always around, you know, Wade was always around. We were always kind of, you kind of like, you know, it doesn't matter, Bray and, and, and Bo Dallas, like they're on, we're laughing, we're laughing, we're just having a good time. And then you then you're getting your match, and then you go on. You're on you're on your way. I would just stay away from if there were a group of people that were up to, like just kind of bashing things and being negative, and I happened to be sitting there because it, we, there'd be times where I would be sitting over by one of the guys and me and a couple guys talking, and then other people start coming over, and then the conversation kind of starts shifting to somebody will be like, "Oh, look at that guy in the ring!" Like, like and it, it, this is stuff that happens, and like somebody's just in the ring just maybe working on something or, and then you start talking shit about it. And you're just like, that was the culture and the environment there. And I've seen it where like people shit on people that try to get better at different times too. And that's not saying that that's what it is now, but I've clearly seen that in that environment and agents would kind of make fun of people. And you're like, you're fucking supposed to be here to be helping people. Uh, it's like, and you're going to, you're going to like, it, it's a, it's a wild atmosphere. And I would just get up and leave if ever that was ever, ever the case with it and stuff. And then too, you know, there'd be times too, you'd be, then I got out of this really quickly, but you'd be by the ring. Once I was on TV, I was done. Like I wasn't going to go like get in the ring with a, a local guy and, and, and have a match with him to, so producers can look to see if he was worth hiring. If anyone, not happening, not in a million years. The only time I ever did that was for Arn Anderson for Big E because I'd worked with Big E and I knew him in developmental and I was, I was new and I was on TV, but I was new. I think I was still doing locals. But I have a lot of respect for Arn, and, and that was the only time. And they wanted to kind of see Big E up with another big guy, and uh, in like a quick little five six minute match. And I'd wrestled him in, in developmental and been in the ring with him, and it was I had no problems. But like after a while, it was like no one's asking for anything on that, and I, I don't care. You guys go get somebody else to go see if they're 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 good to go with that. But I, I liked Big E, and I'm talking more like local people like that aren't under contract in developmental and things which would happen and then it was like just craziness man it, it's but there's a lot of you just try to focus on all the good and i was always pumped for catering to go in there and get good food during tv because you're eating and eating out the whole during the rest of the week so the, the catering was made fresh in 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 the arena they have a professional they, they top notch the catering and they had the, the people were so good to me they would buy me like my zevia sodas the catering, like, this is, so if you ever think like people hate me or don't like me, I get along with everyone. Those catering people just talk to them. I like, just like nice people. Like they would like, do you want anything? Like, cause they knew I would eat different things and very healthy. And I go, and they always had diet sodas. And I remember they, they would buy me cases of Zevias and hide them in drawers. So I would have fresh ice cold Zevias at TV every week, just out of the kindness of their heart. Good people. They'd order different foods. I'd go, hey, can we maybe order this? I think more people would like this. It's healthier. And they would make it and do things. And and they they were like that kind of stuff was so, so cool. Like, and those are the things I miss. Like, there were a lot of really good people that just worked there in the behind the scenes. And, you know, so you try to like, you know what I mean? And, and any environment can be toxic or negative. So I just tried to control it as much as I could with it. And uh, and like live events and all that were really fun. You know, live event days and you're driving around, I'd have my own car, stay at my own hotel. You know, you get your get your eight hours of sleep most of the time on live event days and uh, wake up and, and go get food, go find a nice gym, get a good shower, 
get some more food, take your time, go to the arena, BS. You do your match, you get to go have a lot of fun. It's not like TV. And then you've got a three to five hour drive at night, which that's why I drank a lot of coffee and all that. But and then you get in, get in, you be go go to bed and, and repeat and it and stuff like that. But but TV and pay-per-view days used to be a lot more, you know. And everyone too, you know, everyone signed a lot of the people signed are on the same crap shit contracts. Everyone's careers are being affected every day in different ways. Money's being affected every day in different ways. It's uh it's a crazy world. A lot of great positive things in it, but it's a crazy world. Uh, what's the most you had to drive for an event uh, or live? This is a very good question. There was uh, WWE had me, if you guys remember this, I had to do a show on one of my off days. I think it was Hunter was just was doing the NXT and they were running some shows and it was an NXT Columbus show. And they wanted me versus Big Show on this NXT show. And we did an autograph signing prior. But it was an extra day of work. And I, I believe they paid me for it, if I'm not mistaken. They bonused me, which was was fine. I would have preferred to have had the day off, but it, it was it was I don't remember if Hunter asked me, but I ended up doing it. <clears throat> so I had to do that and then go into our like five day live event TV schedule on a you know what I'm so I I was home and then like I don't even know if I, I think I just stayed on the road that week. I don't even remember what it was. It was I had to like Whatever it was, we did the NXT deal, but our flight from Columbus to where the WWE live event was, the flight got canceled and there were no other flights. So I had to drive. If it was either miss the show or I just told them, I, I said to the, the talent, the, the, the Kathy who does travel, great woman, great woman. I just said, I'll just drive. I, I can, and I, I don't know if it was like, it was a long it was it was had to have been eight to ten hours. It was something ridiculous, and I lo- and I got in and I made it and I did the show. These are things like people don't realize that you, that you do and talent do and to to be professional and to you know. And I think they even gave me. I think they bonused me again for the live event. They gave me more pay than I typically would have gotten for that for for making the effort to get there, or otherwise I would have not been there. You know, so. Um, I, but there's been there's been uh, some seven hour drives where they had a flight offered for us, and a lot of the talent would take the flight, and I would just choose to go drive it because I knew I would like drive and I would drive half of it and just get a hotel halfway and drive in the morning, and then get breakfast in the gym and, and do my routine that way, or just go the whole way and get in really late and sleep in a little later and still have time to do all my stuff before that night show. Cause I'd get there get there to those live events later anyways, and. Uh, but there were some really long drives. Most of the time, when I say three to five hours, there were a lot, like usually always a few hour drive on those. But there'd be a, a rare occasion where there would be like an under two hour drive every once in a blue moon too. But on average, it's like that you're, you're looking at three, four hours most nights on WWE, those tours on the on, nonstop. All right. I appreciate uh, my, my, my friend from Saudi Arabia. We're going to shell shock you out of here. Uh, I apologize. You can't be spamming the big guy's chat here on the Ryback show. By the way, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen, there's a, there's a channel on TikTok. I'm addicted to, before bed, I watch a few races. 
they race little rubber balls that look like little pool balls with the one the, the numbers and the colors. And it's a lady. I don't know if they're if it's like Japanese or uh, Chinese or the woman that does it. it she's it, they're very good. It's very addicting. They get thousands of people that watch their lives on it, and they, they have this cool little track, and they go around three times, and it goes up on this little they, on these little um, escalator deal for the for the rubber balls that brings them, and it drops it down the track, and they go all the way around and. Uh, it, it is really, really, really fun to watch. I used to race marbles as a kid, though. And it was, I used to, like, in my I had, used to have buckets of marbles. And I would I would get marbles, and I would get, I had a little thing that could hold them where I could release them and race the marbles down the driveway and, like, see. And I always was looking for the next big marble, the next fastest marble. And uh, that's what the, this thing reminds. Such a very simple game. But the lady's very, like, addicting to listen to. She goes, oh, yeah, number one, number one, you're a champion. Yeah, ooh, number seven, seven, looking good. Ooh, look at that. The eight ball, eight ball so fast. Ooh, who's going to be the champion? That's how she sounds when she's doing. And so she's a big part of why I think watching these, because I pop for how she how she announces the rubber balls racing around on it. She goes, oh, number, number four, number four, this is your day. Number four is your destiny. And I'm like, they're just little rubber rubber balls. With, with pool ball color encodings on them. <laughs> uh, the, 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 it's just simple things like that that give me great joy in life. That lady, I hope they make good money because that investment was not very, I might start doing that and doing the, the announcing for the races in her voice just to add to the TikTok channel because the track and you just, you just buy 10 little rubber balls with numbers. But like I, I'm begging for them to do tournaments. Like they need just keep doing all the same 10 balls over and over. They need to host the lives where they crown the ultimate champion every night. And you, you race every, every race, the ball that comes in last place is eliminated. And then you could do like 10 races with that and then have your champion on the live. I'm begging them to do this. It, it would, it would add so much more drama instead of they just do the same 10 every time. But. Ah. <sighs> I'm going to have to make my own. Super Chat, Tyler Sugru again. Do you remember that rap that Kurt Angle came up with? I'm just a sexy Kurt, sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt, ankle hurt. Haha, that was funny. I've seen that many times. That was a very, very good in, in, with that. And uh, that segment, Kurt has been part of, of probably, he's been part of a lot of really, really, really classic, great segments over the years. I love Kurt Angle, man. I just think everything. Kurt Angle, I told you guys during Tough Enough, the he was um, – this is how I knew Kurt Angle. This is how you can just see who's like kind of good people in general, and and he doesn't come from that pro wrestling. He comes from the amateur wrestling, the Olympic gold medalist. Like he comes from a legit background, from like real sports and, and real competition and things. And it's a different mindset, people that have that. And there's just different respect with it. And he just uh, – is. He, you know, I just remember during Tough Enough, in the very beginning, in, in um, we were in the Cleveland locker room because there's a small little locker room in the men's locker room that I would get changed in sometimes. Kurt was in it. And that's why I would go in there because I always remember Kurt was in there. And he could fit like a couple people in there. But it was a way to kind of like just kind of you could be part of the locker room but have a little more space and like on that just when you're sitting and relaxing. 
And uh, but Kurt, as I was leaving, this was a a, a TV. And this was I think this was either I think it was before our the segment we did with Kurt Angle, if I'm if I if I remember correctly. I'd have to go back and look at the dates. It could have been after, but I just remember Kurt just. I just said good night. He just, I have a good night, man. He goes, you know, he, but he just, he, he goes, hey, I really look forward to hopefully one day being able to maybe work together. He goes, that'd be cool. It was just very nice thing that he didn't have. To, I was nobody, right? And I always remembered that. Like it was, he was just very nice and respectful. And I always felt like I, anybody I'd meet just always kept that because that's just a genuine, real attitude with it. There was no BS. There was no games. He was already made. He'd already had success. You know what I mean? And I just think, I go, that's the best way to be in life. You don't have to be fearful of other people or like competition or people taking the spot or this and that. And I always remember that he's been good to me every time I've ever met him. He's like literally just the, the same, like just whether I was nobody or whether when I made it and like, I always, I go, that's, that's how you know somebody's just a solid guy. I think I missed a super chat here. Super chat. Corey Middleton, thank you very much. Hey, big guy, do you have any funny golf stories? I could see you hitting a 300-yard drive and then yelling freaking jacked. <laughs> I played golf growing up. My dad, we took me and my sister took golf classes at Municipal Golf Course. I... Was a uh, I wouldn't ever say I don't I don't think I I've golfed with my dad when I was younger a, a few times I think and but never a full eighteen I don't know if we maybe maybe we maybe we'd only do nine holes I can't remember but me I was I was younger um, and I, I still would go to the driving range with him for a good period I could drive the ball very far when I was golfing consistently I I, I would say I had a, a very very solid drive. I was nowhere near. I never. I never golfed enough to. I don't even know how I would be. I. I don't. I don't. I never played against other people outside of like just practicing. And, and uh, my dad loves golf. My dad golf's. He's retired. He golf's three days a week most weeks. That he's been a golfer his whole adult life. Like he. Lo- that's his thing. I just. Just one thing. I. I just never. I don't think I've had that same love for it. And I never. Uh, it was fun when I was younger, but I just then I just stopped doing it because it wasn't something I really cared about with it and, and whatnot but it is i could see why people like it and how it's enjoyable and being out on the greens and then just the, the the air and the just the smell of the grass and around other people right that you like and whatnot but i just never got, got i was always i loved like weight training is and, and just that whole this was was what i like and wrestling was what i liked my dad didn't like pro wrestling even though he's happy and proud of everything, he didn't. He didn't. He wanted me to play real sports, as far as like baseball, football, golf, things like that. <clears throat> but I don't have any. I don't know if I have a funny, any funny golf stories that I could uh, ever recall happening that would be even worth sharing. That would be remotely funny. I don't. I'm just trying. Everything was just. I just remember a lot of practice. Remember we did a summer, I think it was a summer course with him. Carlson, something Carlson at Municipal Golf Course. He was a he was the golf pro there, the the resident golf pro.
Uh, Ryback, did you see the jiu-jitsu guy who choked out a dog with a guillotine choke? I did not, and I would hope that that I I don't I don't know the context of anything what happened with that, but I, I certainly hope no matter what that the dog is okay, and that, I don't know if it was out of self defense or what. Feed me, thank you for the super chat. What was it like feuding with the Shield? It was a lot of fun. All great guys. We wrestled uh, many, many live events. Uh, I remember, I've shared this story before. This was like during like cra- the crazy period. I I was crazy over, like everything was red hot and the Shield were getting great heat. They were working all the top guys and we had to do WWE. The It was, the main event was, it was, we were, we were doing good business and everything was sold out and, and this and the, the arenas. And it was the Christmas tour of 2000 and had to been the 12th. This was uh, 2012, Christmas, 2012. We had to do double duty one night. Uh, what it was Detroit in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. So we, yeah, it was D and we had to do Detroit first. So that live event started, uh, the, the events all started at the same time, the live event, whatever it was, seven something. But we did the main event. We were the opening match in Detroit. And you can go back and check the, this, and this should all check out. It was me. Uh, was it me, Kane, and Daniel Bryan, Team Hell No, versus The Shield? Uh, and, and so we do the opening match. We have to stay in our gear. We, we all just hurry. We grab our stuff and, and get our bags. We had to literally rush. They took us to a private airport and flew us from Detroit to Chicago. We literally land and and get to the show. They were delaying the show because we were the main event in Chicago and they they didn't think we were going to be there in time. So the, like the last people were like trying to take longer in matches. They were sending people out to do promos. So if you were at that Chicago Christmas show in 2012, never thought there was some like weird stuff going on. During that live event, it was because they were trying to buy us time to get there. We literally got there and, and the entrances started. I think they rushed, they got shield out, and then and then or they I don't know if Daniel Bryan and Kane, but like we were all hurried to like try to warm up a little because we're freezing cold. It was a snowstorm, by the way, too. Plain ice. It was we all thought we were probably gonna die. Like it was a really shady plane ride on this, by the way, that I'm completely leaving out. But this was like the that was probably the coolest and most hectic. The good thing is we had the match. We just had to go and redo the match. And the crowd was so hot that we could take our time in the beginning and, and get kind of everyone get their bearings amongst them. And then, and then do that and then go and <laughs> drive <laughs> to the next live event. <laughs> uh, the craziness of, of it. But it was just like a machine. You just do it and you go, you go, you go with it. Um, but it was, it was a lot of fun working those guys, man. We, 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 I've wrestled them all throughout my career at different points and as babyface and as a heel. And then when they went babyface and, uh, it was fun. It was always fun. We, there's a mutual respect there. There always will be. And, uh, because we always did good business. All right. Let me see here. I did see the rumors as well about there was something WWE was possibly interested in bringing in Kenny Omega. That would be very interesting if Kenny Omega did decide at some point in time to to jump ship and 
uh, joined WWE that would, uh, you know, the things that it, it's crazy from when AEW started until now. And like, like we say, things change and, and people come and go. And it's, uh, it's a great time though in pro wrestling. I think I love when people leave companies and go to other companies. I love that because it makes it more exciting. And, uh, and it's going to be a real thing too. Like when, you know, I think that that's the thing that there's, we haven't really seen outside of Cody, but like, you know, what would happen if a Wardlow in showed up in WWE and, you know, there's just certain things and, with people, Kenny Omega would be, you know, what are the young bucks and those people are all out of those positions. Now that company's that it looks a little bit different, right. With things. And, but there's people that step up and new people that come in and, and it's so it, and it's, I love it. I just think it, it's, it's great for everybody uh, on all of that. And uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know too much of how long his contract he has left with AEW, but I think it's, um, I love it. I just love all of this. I think it's great when there's competition and, and wrestlers have uh, choices and opportunities. And I think it, it, it makes the companies treat the wrestlers better too. With it. And the fans benefit because usually a more competitive product brings out more creativity as well when it's allowed. Then just another super sweet sugar sugar roo. Sugar sugar. You that that that. Check hit the bank account this morning. Sweet Sugar Sugar is dumping it into the big guy's account. What do you think of? Oh, oh yeah, this is a good one here. I saw this last night. I did catch a good part of Monday Night Raw. What do you think of Omos challenging Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? In the words of Jim Ross, I think it's going to be a slobber knocker. So here's what I, I now think, Tyler, because, you know, WrestleMania, I, I didn't, I don't feel like the Brock and Lashley stuff is over. So I don't know why, unless they're going to try to continue that even longer and take a pay-per-view off. But we had Bray Wyatt kind of wanting the winner of that match, right? Which would have been would have been Lashley because Brock got DQ'd, if I'm not mistaken. So so that is, I guess, a, a possibility um, still to do that. But I was thinking, I go, what if WWE? Um, they, they they did just that was like the Vince's last request match with all their biggest guys and monsters. Uh, so it would be uh, Brock, Omos, and, and, and Bray, Bobby, and they put Braun. And I don't know if, if there's someone else. And they just put their biggest guys, monsters, talent in there in some sort of meat mountain match. <laughs> Vince's last request. Uh, but I won't be sure if they just do Omos, Omos, Brock. That's a great way to, um, even though Omos, he's, I, I, I think you got to be so careful when you've got a guy that size. They just keep booking him against the big guys and squashing everybody else, and then put him in there with a like with the guy, and then he gets beat by that guy. That that's happened now multiple times. Um, so I think from a, like from this is strictly talking from a character standpoint. It's like it, it's, I, I, he's, I would say let's just avoid doing that until we can do it and pay it off for him. But um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, I think that it's, uh, he's so much larger than Brock and it, it, it's an interesting dynamic and matchup. I see Brock being victorious in that one and an almost kind of continuing that, that pattern of squashing guys and then losing to the other monsters. Um, 
when he's the biggest monster of them all, but he's also was at a skill level and starting off where it, it, he, he can continuously hopefully keep learning and growing and getting better. It's just that when you have a guy of that size, I always think it's better not to use him until you you're ready to use him. But it's uh, it's still as long as he's making a lot of money and, and playing the role to the best of his ability and keeps trying to get better, then hopefully he does have an opportunity at some point in time that is for him. And hey, maybe this is it. Maybe this is Brock is going to take time off after this, and it's a way to to put over Omos finally over somebody that that, that could you never know with it, but um. I think it's cool. It's good to see Brock being used in a different capacity too, and with other people that maybe he wouldn't work with a few years back, or because he didn't have to. And now I think too that he Brock, and that's a testament to him and the longevity. But he's worked at such a high level with so many guys. I mean, like it was such a high level and believability that it was like they had to be very careful who they put in there with him on that. And then and then him being able to, I think as he's gotten older, become a little bit more relatable to the audience and uh, his selling is top notch and top tier on that. And he's able to, he's able to work with more guys. And I think he's willing to work with more guys and he's smart for that because it, it makes him more money. And uh, it's uh, I, I I've enjoyed it. So I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy that to see how they put that together and how they, how they work together. Thank you very much. What were my thoughts on Bam Bam Bigelow? I loved Bam Bam Bigelow as a kid. I named my one of my first pets. Our first dog was a, a black lab named Pebbles, and I was a big wrestling fan already. When we got our other dog, he was a black lab pit bull mix and uh, named him Bam Bam for two reasons. One, because I loved Bam Bam Bigelow and pro wrestling. I always loved that name. And also, it was just it was more coincidental, but Pebbles and Bam Bam from the Flintstones. So it was kind of like, oh, this just makes sense. And like, I, so that was uh, Pebbles and Bam Bam. But I, I love Bam Bam Bigelow, the iconic head tattoo with the flames and, and, the, and the outfit. And he stood out. He was a guy. That's why I knew as a kid, I, I'm very big on colors and putting together colors and things that are, that are very catchy to the eye. Um, because it, it gets people's attention. That was one of the first things. He just caught my attention, and then he obviously was good, and he kept my attention. And uh, Which, by the way, if you guys, my my buddy, Chris Chris Pavone, one half used to be the Dude Busters with, with Trent Beretta in WWE, one of my good friends. We were just talking, and I, uh, there's a way you could change your iPhone to grayscale. Because the colors in our phones are super addicting, and like like the sounds, where they keep us on the phones more than we should be, because the colors intrigue us, and this happens subconsciously most of the time, where we don't even realize it's happening. But there's a way you go into your settings, and I got to go look at. You got to go in there, like under the settings, accessibility, text, font. There's a way, but it, it, you take off the color, and it's just everything is. It's called grayscale, and it's black and white, like essentially on your all the apps, all the videos, everything. But you're less. His phone time went down 34 percent in one week, 34 percent from picking up his phone and checking because the 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 thing I have to use my phone so much and for videos and for things and I would have to keep going back and shutting. So I haven't done it yet, but I am tempted to. I want to try it for a week at some point. But I all the content and everything. I go. I don't want it in black and white. And I go. That's going to be a pain in the ass going back and forth. With it, but I'm, I might have to do it for a week just to see if I notice a little difference in the in the in the drop outside of my what I use for work related. 
which is a little difficult to assess because anything could be work-related in a way because I make content out of so much. Hello, hello. Appreciate all the love and support. What a weird, I had to shell shock little Darren out of here. That was an odd comment. I love wrestling. That's why we're talking about it. I answered the questions on it. He was like, if you don't like wrestling, why are you talking about it? When did I say I don't like wrestling? When have I ever said I don't like wrestling? These are the people I was like, you just can never, you can never win no matter what you do. And he's just like, I just block and move along with it. Hello, hello. Good to see you. Yeah, Rich says Apple's not a two uh, trillion dollar business for no reason. That is intentional. They definitely, sorry, we had a little movement there. They definitely know what they are doing with that stuff, no doubt. From the alerts to the sounds, and it releases, you know, serotonin to different things. And you know, when certain alerts, we get a message, we perk up, right? And it's like, who? I always say too, like I always where I go. How do we know there's they're not putting more and more addicting? stuff into the social media because every, we know how corrupt everything is. So like, even though they're supposed to have privacy laws, but it's all the elites and everyone are working together anyways. How are we ever going to know? Like if they like putting things, little things into that are addicting to keep people on their phones more and this and that. So I was like, that's at least one thing I go, cause I never would have thought of that from the color standpoint, but it is, if you look in your phone and it goes off and it's like, you see a bright color, it's, it's instantly, it's, it's doing something to us, right? Eliciting that response, that feeling, that serotonin release to where the mo we can minimize that with in doing that. I, I think I'm going to check it out. I think it's worthwhile while doing. But that's why I keep my phone. I keep all everything on silent. I never have it on on it. And I got rid of the alerts because I found they were causing me back when I like really busy and like messages going off. It was just constantly something. I was like, I, I go, this is just stresses me out. I go, just keep it off. And then I, you know, but then the, the colors will get you. So now that's the part two. I was very happy. What are my thoughts on Jinder Mahal becoming champion? I was very happy for Jinder and I've worked him a lot and that he had an opportunity to play the role of, of WWE champion. And I thought he did a great job. Ryback, can you be my therapist? Yeah, my time is pretty, it would be, I would have to charge a pretty, pretty high amount if I was going to do uh, life, life coaching stuff. That would have to be a very limited list. Corey Madison, thank you very much for Middleton. Thank you for the super chat. I'm going to order more Pumplex City soon, but I was wondering if I could still take my old Pumplex City and creatine, even though they are expired. I'm not sure how old of the stuff you are how far past expiration date that they are powders and capsules capsules stay good for a long, long time. Powders stay good far past expiration too. What can happen is uh, there could be like clumping or so over time. And if they're not, that means they're still doing great. But even with clumping, you can still usually mix it and take it. Uh, what can happen though to supplements over time is that the, just the ingredients, the percentages come down the, the, a little bit with that uh as they deteriorate they're not as not as potent as what they were when they were manufactured within that manufacturing two-year period right but they could still be taken most of the time unless it was like a food product that was like gone bad and, and rotten like it's uh, but like with supplements like that and the powders it, it's not the case usually 
unless he was something like, I mean, 20 years old and molded, grown up. You know what I mean? And they weren't kept in a good condition. And then you're like, they were kept in a, a moist basement for, for 20 years. And you're like, oh, what's this? And like, it smells really bad. Like, yeah, don't take that. We say use common sense with it, but you should be just fine taking them if they're past, if they're expired. Thank you, thank you. Linus says, thank you very much. Hey, thank you, man. I just wanted to say thank you for the immense life-changing gift you made of eating chips. It always brings me tears. Love you, man. Thank you very much, buddy. You're very welcome. That chips video has made me a bit of money. That chips video is, is it, it, it's still gaining popularity, believe it or not. I think it still did. It still, I think it did another like 70 or 80,000 views this past month. Like, and it, it just keeps like, it doesn't go away. It just stays. It just keeps going. I'm like, man. And like, that's a video that like can, that can end up, that's not even, even though it has millions of views, it hasn't because everything in the account, like if that account is full free and things are being seen normal, that can go 20, 30, 40, 50 million. It could run. And there's a good chance it's going to run. It, 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 it run. Especially if the moment I go back to wrestling, that thing takes off maybe to a hundred million. And so that's why I will keep producing content day in, day out, no matter how good or bad anything or particular day, because all this stuff adds up and it continues to add up and it builds on each other. And then back content starts just it, the power of it. I just say it's pulling a slingshot back. And the moment everything is released, it is gonna, it is gonna, it's gonna hit a lot of people really hard. And I'm going to be smiling all the way to the bank. <laughs> I think I missed another. Hello, hello. Uh, Corey says they, Corey Middleton, thank you. They are a year past expired. I forgot I had them. I found them the other day. Yeah, I would say just open, check them out and see if they've been sealed and kept inside. I think you're going to be more than all right with them, but, but check first if they, and if there's any funny taste or anything where you'd like, you know what I mean? And then, then you, okay, then toss them. But I think, I think you'll be all right. I've taken some, that's what a lot of supplement places and stores sell supplements far past expiration. They'll just give them to a discount to entice people to buy them, to get them off the shelves with it. But it's that capsules last a really, really long time. Most of the videos you don't expect to do amazing end up doing amazing on YouTube. Yeah, that that's the chip video to this day. Will was is I, I people leave. I tell you, they go to sleep. I my supplement manufacturer, his kids watching the video. He goes, my kids love the chip video of you. Like he he goes, they watch it all the time. People just listen to it for the sound. I'm it, it, it's it's great. It's a beautiful thing. Anytime, like I, I told you guys, there's certain people that will make comments like you go bro you became a meme i'm just like okay and what how how's that a bad thing in the in the context of it's just me eating chips and getting millions of views and making thousands upon thousands of dollars for doing that not even counting my business and that traction and then the marketing like you know what i mean so it, it's a great thing 
Like, it's not bad. A kid, I don't care if a kid doesn't know that I wrestled and he just knows me from social media. I'm okay with that. That's it's the same thing. You're being recognized with it. So it's all and it all feeds into each other. And two, the becoming a meme. Nobody has any control of being a meme. And by the way, you know who are memes? All the most like most uh famous, successful people are memes. That's because people recognize them and they make memes of them. Right? So you're a fighter, you're gonna have memes knocking people out, you're gonna have memes probably getting knocked out. If you're a wrestler, you're gonna have memes where you look cool, you're gonna have memes where you maybe don't look cool because that's what people they just take and they recognize you. That's where you meme. So it's like you got it. People need to, it's like it's, it's a very good thing. There's like there's not a negative thing with it. But most people uh recognize that. I've always told you guys, I've had people they go, hey, I've seen you on social media. They're like, congratulations. Like people at like Starbucks and different women, like they just think it's cool. Like they don't even know where they just see that. You, I've had people, kids want to take pictures. Hey, you're that really famous TikTok guy or famous social media guy. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's like, oh, I also do this and known by millions worldwide as this too. It's just more people recognize me. Now that's a cool thing. That's, that's the point of all of this. Thank you, The Wrath of Ryan. Yeah, that AJ Styles video of the WWE swerved with me and him, I posted on the channel and on social. That was a lot of fun. That was all one take, first one. That was the best one. That kid, Miles, did an amazing job. Thank you very much, Dennis Avidu, for the super chat. Uh, Let me see here. Is that a Nexus? Taking a look here at some questions. Uh, The Nexus debut back in June of 2010 sent chills down my spine. I'm guessing Wade Barrett was the brains of the group and you were the muscle. I think that's a fair assessment. I think that was how me and Wade used to meet and I would say, yeah, I always would joke, me and him would joke, he was the mental leader of the group. I was the physical leader. <laughs> Which explains that when I, I got hurt and gone, the, the, the group physically fell apart. The, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it was, uh, it was a really cool period. That was, that was Wade's, it was Wade's group, I think, because Wade was the one that was, uh, he was the one ready to go. He was the most polished of the characters. I wasn't even Ryback yet, so it that was, but it was it was shades of me, of me. It was essentially me being Ryback, just with the name Skip Sheffield, and, and that was me, very young Ryback origin in the, the beginning days of it. But uh, wait, it was that thing was for Wade. I wish he would have had a championship run, and I feel guilty as all hell that I got injured during it. But everything's always happened for good for me with that stuff and got me out of that name and got me to being the name that I created. And, you know, there's, it was a lot of good came out of it, but that I think that, I think that the nexus, the fact that people still want to see it back together, I think speaks volumes to the impact that the group made and and each and every one of us got to be a part of that. And that I think people kind of want to see that wrong righted, right? That's kind of what I, I get the vibe on why people want it to come back is because I don't think people felt good with how it ended. 
with it. And, it, and it, it was one of those things that was so good and had the potential to be so much better. And it all kind of got, got cut short. And, you know, obviously my injury did not help that in any way, shape or form and me being, not being around to not having any input on anything. And, you know, but it all happened for the way it was supposed to happen. And who's to say that at some point in time, you never know, you never know, but it was, uh, it was a really cool moment, and I'll, I'll forever have very fond memories of that whole period. And two, there was a, that was an innocent period because that was before my my views towards WWE changed after the ankle injury and all the the screw ups and the backstabbing and, and all the BS. And that's when my real real journey. That's when everything changed in me forever, where I got a chip on my shoulder and had an anger inside of me for the things and where I really I was like I, I wasn't used to. Um, just being just bad, bad, negative, just some bad people, man. Just um, like, it was just a different, uh, and it woke me up. I'm like, well, I've got to now, I, you can't just be nice all the time. You've got to, you got to know when to drop the hammer. And, and that started that whole process, unfortunately, which is also fortunately, cause it, it allowed me to be who I am and, and become in life with it. And it was a, it was a very expensive lesson and, and painful lesson with that. But I remember the nexus days of like being just a young 28 year old kid and, and making all the money and that we all wanted to make doing it and, and just like getting to do what we loved and, and traveling. Everything was fun. Like everything, it was an experience. I never, I remember just going to places for the first time that I'd never been and only had heard about. And, you know, it was like, everything was like being to Hawaii before the ankle injury. And I was like, I am in Hawaii. Like, and it was like just such a cool you know, at the beach and then get a workout in and you're going to the show and we're like, this is, this is surreal from the life that we knew in the years of training and getting killed and put through the putting tested time and time again, how bad do you want this and and not making money and into like, it was, but doing what you loved and believed in. And so it was a more enjoyable period and you're doing it with all the guys that you had, you weren't up there on your own. And it was Nexus. It was a very, really special thing, man. And, you know, I have there, like I said, I'll, I'll just forever have great memories of it. Sweet sugar, sugar, we're coming in hot again. Ryback, you cost me the WWE title in 2K19. You are a custom character in my game, and I usually put you on my team but I switched it up for once. You turned your back on me, Tyler. That's what you get. You turned your back on the big guy. You got shell shocked. Uh, Tyler, I can't believe that. You turned your back. That's how it starts, Tyler. That's how it starts. You listen to the show. You contribute. You're the number one contributor of the Ryback show. But you're, I wonder what it'd like just to, 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 to beat up Ryback. Well, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him. It starts in the video game. Starts in the video game. That's how the violence always starts. Hey, I'm just going to shoot this one person in the head in this video game. And then, you know, it's a little concerning, Tyler. It's a little concerning. I'm not going to lie. But I'm glad that even in video game form, though, I, I, I delivered the justice that was deserved. Stay true to myself. I didn't let you you get the better of me. Sweet sugar, sugar, guys. You never know. That's I'm a little disappointed, Tyler. I would prefer, you know, we always team up, but no, you you wanted to you wanted to test yourself. And it gets the custom character at that, not even the legitimate video game made character with the real attributes. But hey, hey, who am I? 
Uh, let me see here. Somebody says, I wondered between you and AJ Styles what your next uh, prank move you're going to do on Swerve to a next kid, uh, whoever going to be on the WWE Swerve show. Well, that was filmed in 2015, I think. So that's that show doesn't exist anymore. We did like five or six takes of different pranks, I think, that day. We didn't even want to because we all knew that first take was the number one. We knew that was it because Miles, that was all real. Like None of that was scripted on his end. Like We weren't going to get a better kid that reacted the exact way that you needed to react and we were able to play off of, and we didn't have to force anything. It just was so – it was it was a beautiful one-hit wonder on that, and um, – and the other takes weren't as, as they were all they were good, but they, nothing was as good as that. We we all knew. We even said like, why are we even going to film? And like, well, they they want to just be safe, and and they had other people there ready to go. So we had to go through with like a couple hours worth of, of takes of doing doing this stuff with different people and, and different things. So and it, it nothing was 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 quite the same after that with that. But that was man such a fun time. Thank you very much, Sneaky, for my saying thank you for my YouTube shorts. Yeah, for those of you guys, check out those YouTube shorts. I try to keep that, you know, it's the entertainment aspect and the funny and the haha, the things that make me laugh that help me. That that I'm a big, big believer that when we laugh and, and just share uh, just things that make us laugh and that it, it puts us in a feel-good mood. And that feel-good mood is what carries over to other areas in the life. And that's what's helped me honestly heal so much all throughout my life at different points. And, uh, and I'm very serious when I have to be serious, but like, I love to laugh and I, never, nothing's ever done out of like uh, uh, trying to uh, like harassment or bullying or trying to make people feel bad. And it, it's done out of just a pure joy of laughing. And like, I, if you ever know, I make fun of myself as much, like, you know, because I can laugh and I, I like to have fun. And if something's funny, it's funny. And I don't worry about like what anyone's going to think or say, because I just know how powerful that feeling good is and how that a lot of people don't feel good. And I know how many people message and say, man, thank you. You make our day with it. Like it just always can count on a laugh coming onto this page. And it's a cool, cool thing. And so I try to share that on the YouTube shorts now. Yeah, I'll put a few promotional things in for the supplements in there. And there's motivational stuff in there too. And keep true to my personality, but it's a great place to put the funny stuff like on my Twitter and TikTok and uh, my TikTok and Instagram and, and now YouTube shorts. So, and we're growing, we're getting, we're getting more and more views. We're approaching back up to a million views close to it here for the, for the month. And hopefully the goal is to get this into the millions and get everything rocking and rolling. I don't know why YouTube, I, when I first started doing shorts, they were letting some of them go into the hundreds of thousands and then they stopped them. And then I was getting very few views on them and they, they've, some of them have trickled up and, and, but not nowhere near for the subscribers and uh what it is nothing is going like viral viral and i'm hoping we can get this fixed because if that's the case we're going to have some really cool things happening because they pay for those little those bad boys now too i get paid for that stuff now where i didn't used to get paid for i get paid for it with it and it, it, it greatly helps so it pre i appreciate when you guys view that stuff it helps the cause Dennis Avidu, thank you again for the super chat. Can you give a shout out to my friend Andy Fetahi? Andy Fetahi, the big guy Ryback says hello. I hope everything's going well, buddy. Your buddy Dennis, good buddy there, Dennis, that you are. Very kind of you to do that. But I hope everything is well with you, Andy.
Thank you, Jay Tony, saying the content makes my day when I'm in a bad mood. Thank you, Ryback. You're very welcome, buddy. Matt says, yeah, the shorts are hilarious. Your facial expressions are great. I I I try, I pride myself in in trying to like I practice this stuff. Like that's my I love like entertainment like that. And I just want some people too, they go, why don't you, you know, go do this or do that? And like, I'm a business owner and I'm trying to get my health back so I can go back to doing what I actually love with everything that I've built and I'm doing now. Right. With it. But I go, I go, I get to do it now. Was before TikTok suspended the account. Like I was, I get paid for this stuff. Now I'm getting paid for it on multiple platforms. And I go like, this is why this stuff is important to being seen because I go, you don't have to be, like some people go, why don't you be an actor? Go be a comedian. I go, I get to do that for myself now and like enjoy life and don't have to like, I work for myself. I go, that doesn't, that doesn't mean though. I, I sometimes I'm always baffled how people view things. They don't think like, they think you have to go work for other people to be successful or do things. I go, maybe that used to be the way how things, but I go that we're far past that age now, far past it on this. This is more powerful than TV. This is why I went, when I Gary Vaynerchuk woke my ass up on this, I, and that's why I look at everybody in WWE and AEW. I go, you, and, and I think some of them might, but I go, even then, you don't really. I had to rely on this to be seen. And this is why I'm fighting for this shadow ban and all this stuff and the restrictions that they put on it because it, it's fighting to be, to keep my livelihood and to be seen. And it's more important than TV with it. But you don't realize that when you're there with that. And it, this stuff creates bigger stars than TV can. Now, you, it's great to do both. TV can still create megastars, right? But this it plays hand in hand. And it's all, the future is this. Not, not the TV's kind of on, even though TV's really popular in different things, I don't think it's ever going away. But like this is, this is very popular and has replaced a lot of people's attention on this more so than the television, right? It's so much more easier too to be recognized. You know, a video goes viral and you're being seen over, and there's you all this different content and all this different things. And our the television station is our personal. That's my page is my own station, my own channel, on that. But you can be seen by people that want it normally that will be recommended your content. Your the likelihood of being seen and discovered by people on social media is so much more powerful than just TV, where you're limited to just one station. Right. Because that one station doesn't just just you don't get shown on all the other stations. But social media, when you go viral and things, you're being shown on people's channels. They make videos, respawning videos like it's a very powerful trickle effect on that. Jay Bomber, I missed a super chat. Let me scroll up and see if I see it here. Thank you for. Bringing that to my attention. They don't always put them on the screen, unfortunately. Let me see. Corey. Linus. Man, it's way up here, huh? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. New Limp Biscuit song. Scrolling. Keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Dude, where's this super chat? Another one from Corey. That was the Brock Omos one. Feed me, Corey, Tyler. Maybe it was a boat before Tyler. I apologize. We're going to keep going. Feed me. 
Winter. Was it before that? Bill Wild. Real talk. Oh, hey, Bill. Thank you. Real talk, big guy. How do you stop watching porn when your old lady gives you no pie and you're trying to be a good man? I work out and have hobbies. How do you stop? Well, you got to just, you got to, you got to get away from it. It's really easy to, uh, to, to get addicted to that stuff. And obviously too, like social media and there's just, it could be literally in your face, uh, 24 seven. Like it, it's, you gotta be really careful. And I think it's, uh, it's just a matter of, of getting away from it and using your, your mind and, uh, and trying to just stay away from that, that extra stimulation. And, uh, and then hopefully the old lady comes around. Um, but I feel for you, that's a horrible spot to be in, no doubt, which a lot of people that there's people that go, we're living in the times now we're going to have people that are born and die virgins. By the way, I've really like we there are going to be I think we're living in a period where there's probably going to be more people, more men. And I would say women, too, that don't actually have. Sex and, and die, but only in using toys and porn. It's. Uh, it's just a crazy, crazy period, and, and it, it, it's, it's it's crazy to even think about, but. I just think it's uh I think the more you can just stay away from that stuff and just use our our brain in real life and it uh it will always it will be superior to anything but a lot of people don't live in the real world they're living in a fantasy world and they're afraid of the real world and um you know but Bill I would say you just you got to just cut it out it just you got to stop you got to you got to literally stop and be motivated to stop and like I said you just use your mind and uh, and it might be really difficult. It might take you quite a while, but I think or you just you got to get her to come around. And uh, you know, I would say maybe maybe you know what's her love language, Bill? You got to find out. Read the the love languages, and then start doing things that she will appreciate. And uh, you know, maybe she'll come around. Let me see if I, I think was there one more super chat. Yep, I got it, J Bomber. Sorry for the long wait on that. You were one of the first ones. J Bomber Gaming one two three. Much love from India. Can you shout out J Bomber? J Bomber, you're getting shout out right now, my man. I thank you for the patience of waiting. I'm sorry I missed that super chat. J Bomber Gaming one two three, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to follow them, I don't know what kind of content they produce, so I can't vouch for the content. But I can vouch for that sweet super chat. <laughs> Jay Tony, I love to hear a good success story. When I was born, I was given three months to live, but I'm going to be 29 in October and I'm still alive and well. I'm very happy to hear that, Jay Tony. And that is just, it's, you know, people tell us things and it's up to us what's the mindset, even though you were a baby. And, Right. But like, it just, we can, oftentimes in life, people are going to, people will say or give their opinion or their expert opinion and, or people that don't have non-expert opinions on, and they're completely wrong. And, uh, I love to see it.
Scotland in the house. Thank you very much, Scotland. There's always a gym I worked out at when I was in Scotland that I always loved. It was a longer shuttle ride. It was we had like a it was it was further away from the uh we're gonna throw a shell shock in there. Hold on. Meat hook shell shock. I'm gonna pick you up and hit you with a double shell shock because that was a really annoying spam. Uh there's also another annoying spam. Let me another shell shock. That one I'm gonna pick you up, shell shock, pick you up, shell shock, throw you out of the ring, take off the padding on the outside. Pick you up, shell shock on the concrete, roll you in the ring. One, two, three. You are out of Rybackville. Thank you for playing. Sorry, guys. We had a couple foreign shell shocks. We had to deliver international shell shocks. We had to deliver there. No one wants to have a committed relationship anymore, at least in America. Again, it's broad things. I think there's plenty of people that want to have a specific type of relationship, a committed relationship. And I think there's other people that I think they just people are realizing that there's no one right way or wrong way to do things. We've been, I think we've been giving, I think people have woken up to the the lies that we have been told and, and led to believe we're the only way and this and that. Now, are there benefits to doing things certain ways? Absolutely. Is, does that mean that it's beneficial for every single person to, to conduct their lives that way? Absolutely not with it. So it's, uh, I just think it's, it's, but there's, we, we, I think it's more than, than anything. It shows that humans, I think now have a, a for the first time or since in, at least we, we could see throughout history, people are, are able to think for themselves and make decisions based off what they truly believe and feel. And maybe, it says more than anything that humans are a lot more diverse and complex in, in their thoughts and ideas and, and what they want than than what we previously were led to believe or or taught right with it. So I just think it, it's and there's there's no right or wrong way to do things. It's do things how you truly feel and believe and live your life to the best of your ability. And there's not a one size fits all necessarily deal. There's not. It's all we live in a, a world of made up rules. It's all literally made up, and I think there's rules that are good. Don't don't kill or hurt other people. Like otherwise, there's repercussions on that. You know what I mean? Like that's a rule that benefits all of us. And that if we don't have that rule, and that you could just go and do that with no you know no risk, no 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 threat to being put in jail or anything, that would happen way more. Right? Life would be a lot would be crazy. All out chaos. So like certain rules are good to have in place for our society and civilization, but there's other things that, that were put in place and you're like, wait a second, that kind of, Hey, and it, it's, it's not threatening in that way, but we just, we live in, we live in much different period than, than we live, but every generation has lived in a pretty much, much different period. Things are just advancing now at a really rapid rate where I think it was much slower prior where the, the, it wasn't as drastic, that I would agree on. John says, where do I get some of your merchandise? Feedmemore.com, John. We have everything on there. We have all the supplements, Feed Me More Nutrition, and the whole merch store. And there's different tabs for all of that on the home screen there on feedmemore.com. Thank you very much. We've got everything on there, tank tops, shirts, sweaters, hoodies, beanies. Workout accessories, the whole shebang. What do you think is the best side hustle alongside a full-time job? 
whatever that is, that is something that you are enjoy and passionate about. Whatever I think that that's going to be different from person to person. So whatever your full time job is and the thing that that allows you to pay your bills, the best side hustle is something that you enjoy that you think it, it could be profitable over time. But something, at the end of the day, you want to enjoy doing it. You want to you want to you want to have fun. And like and even you just want to pick something you enjoy more than something else. It doesn't even have to be a passion, but you you want to pick something you're more prone to to likely do regardless of the money, right? Uh, I don't know if I'll be doing any European appearances here, but anything with the bookings and all that, I need to put that in the e on the font on here to book for, for events, signings, and appearances uh, with all that. The big guy at feedmemore.com, but we'll get that all, all set up. I've been very good. Thank you very much. Feel Feel absolutely amazing and great health and Looking forward uh, to, to a really, really cool year. What's going on? Good to see all of you guys. Sweet sugar sugaru. Shell shock for everyone. Good to see all of you. What's the best and worst time of your career? I think the best is not happened yet. And uh, I don't know what the worst was. There is there is multiple things that and it, it, the, whatever things happen and you just move on from. But uh, I don't know if you could just pinpoint that. Oh, Jay Tony. Okay. Yeah, I know. I remember you, Jose Lopez. Good to see you on here. Scrolling through the comments here. If I had a supplement line, you'd have some competition. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, did I have a favorite place to eat on the road? I routinely in my diet, this was before I was plant-based, more vegan, vegetarian. I was eating a lot of meat and chicken. So it was usually Applebee's at night when I could. I'd like to sit down and get, I because I, I could only eat, and we had, you have to eat a lot of fast food usually on the road, way more than you would if, when you're home. And when I say like by fast food, like it'd be like so many times in, wherever you're going and you got there's you got to get on the freeway and you're going to be on a, a thing and there's you learn you start learning what routes have more options and then there's other ones that don't have a lot of options where there might only be some gas stations for for the three four hours and then you got to just try to find stuff at the gas station which gas station you don't want to be eating gas station food and I, I have and I told that story of getting violently sick which is why I try to avoid it by by any means necessary but don't buy egg salad gas station sandwiches on the road not a good idea um oh that was so bad i had horrible food poisoning that was a that was a rough rough couple of days uh so but 
you would have to get like you go to the fast food places and you'd order like I would and this is for someone like me that's eating super high protein and eating all this food throughout the day and very active and I would get the I would get burger patties and chicken patties and and then I would like try to then try to get like if I wanted some carbs I might get like a bag of like something sun chips or something at the at the at the gas station or a thing of nuts or a bag of like a small bag of trail mix or a medium bag of trail mix. And, uh, and then I have my coffee and a bunch of waters or, or uh, the vitamin water zeros, uh, those things, or I'd have some Zevias in the car. I'd take from TV, like from one TV to the other, but uh, Applebee's was always a, something I ate at a lot. Like when I, I would get up and I'd go eat like an early, early lunch, uh and that would be i'd take my time i'd get up i'd go i'd just go and sit in applebee's and, and just enjoy take my time eat a nice big meal i usually get like a big salad and i'd get something whether it was steak at the time and vegetables and like potatoes or some sort of like carb or a cleaner carb with that and eat like and try to just like or get grilled chicken breast and i might get like a small thing of wings here and there and then like a French onion soup here and there. And, and but like just take my time, have a big, big meal. I already find my gym. I take my time, kind of catch up things from the day prior, the week, anything going on at home, make a phone call or two, and then let the food digest a little, and then, then hit the road and, and find a gym and get a big workout in and warm up and kind of start getting ready for the show that was gonna happen that night. I'm missing another place that I ate at all the time. Um and I don't know why I can't. Applebee's Applebee's was such a I mean a lot which is why I remember it right away but uh you know too like IHOPs and Denny's were things that were depending on the area Waffle House from time to time you could always count on to to get to get eggs and egg whites and different things or a big omelet and some some wheat toast or something uh Outback Steakhouse was another one I would eat at when I when I'd find an Outback that was open I would I would go to Outback, um, you know Hooters at the time me and Zigman used to do Hooters quite a bit after like a SmackDown we'd have some beers and some wings to kind of wind down for the week because uh, I would usually I would have a drinking day if we didn't do a Hooters I would do my drinking day when I got home I would have drinks on Wednesday night and that was back then or if I, me and Zigman went hit up a Hooters. Uh, we'd have wings and, and uh, some cold ones, some big Coors Lights usually or something along the lines of that. And uh, and that would be my, my alcohol for the week with that. Those those are kind of the consistent sit-down restaurants. And then everyone, once in a blue moon, a Cheesecake Factory was always a nice treat when I could find a good Cheesecake Factory that was open. But usually you're going through and it's like, you know, when I'm in, when we're going through Texas, I'd be, I would eat Whataburger like two, three times a day in Texas, I would get there. I would get there like double, bur- double cheeseburger on a wheat bun with jalapenos. And I would eat like two of those. And I, I would eat two of those three times a day sometimes on top of like, and I'm working out doing all my burpees, wrestling long matches throughout the week. We're doing live events. You're usually going 12, 15, 20 minutes, depending on, on given night on work you're doing the card sometimes longer than that, but consistently around in that, that area. So you're, you're exerting yourself physically all throughout the day. And, and it was, my metabolism was just cranked because you're constantly just burning calories. I was doing, I would do hundred, 150 burpees most days, a lot of days, keep my wind just top, top notch on some of that. And so it's just like on top of all the training. And so you can get away eating that a little more because you're so active with it, but it was, uh, 
you don't want to be eating like now now knowing too the quality and now being plant-based you don't want to be eating that stuff that often it's just not good so i'm glad and i would have to adjust if i you know, ever go back to a degree and being on the road but i want like i've said I know how so much I'm so, I know so many other foods now that I know I have a system of things I could get that would get really high protein and stay primarily plant-based on the road would, would not be very difficult much easier now than it ever would have been let me see here I think I missed a super chat cracker barrel I love myself some cracker barrel Al Snow, I, the first time I ever heard about Cracker Barrel, which we now have them in Vegas. At the time when I was younger, we didn't have them. And I used to read about them online. And uh, and I always was like, man, that Cracker Barrel sounds really, that that Cracker Barrel sure sounds tasty. And uh, Al Snow, the first time he mentioned uh, taking us to, to Cracker Barrel, all the talent, I, I like got excited. I go, Cracker Barrel? And I go, I've read about that place. And like, because I was on online, I'd seen just stuff online and I'd see like things for this cracker barrel. And I go, man, that just, and I saw like the food and we didn't have that in Vegas. So Al always made fun of me that I was so excited over cracker barrel. And even in the tough enough video, he goes, the man was excited over cracker barrel. Legitimately just thought it was because it was like, I'm a kid reading about stuff. And then you finally are like, it's just like, I'm very easily pleased. I think it's the best way to be like, it was was like, oh, I get to actually try this place now that I'd only read about. (laughs) Uh, Super chat, Bill Wild. Every time I go to watch AEW with my son, someone is busted open and gushing. Do you think all the blood is affecting their business? Um, So I haven't seen, because I don't watch the whole shows. I'd watch like, I'll watch like maybe an hour or an hour and change or a match here and match there. And um, I don't watch, and even with WWE, it's very hard. Like I don't have three hours to watch the whole thing or two hours on Friday. It's pieces. Um, so I haven't seen all of everyone getting busted open. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you got like that stuff. It's physical acting, and it has a time and place at the right time at the right place. It's not something you want to have to do all the time, and uh, it's very, very risky thing to do too. Doing that, there's a lot of health repercussions with that safety precautions, and you're out in that ring, and I've had, you know, the infections and the, the bacteria out there, and the like where I had my knee blew up because I had a little cut on my hand and something got into my body from the mat most likely. And I banged my knee and my knee and they, they that it wasn't staff. It was, uh, or was it staff? Or was it the MR? Whatever it was, it wasn't the worst one, but it was bad. And they didn't know if they were going to have to have to operate on me. And I was the intercontinental champion. And luckily it just went down the, like the last day that I had before we had to make the decision to, to strip the title off me or if I have to have surgery or whatever. And my knee just, it was a miracle, was better. And I was able to go back to TV that following week and resume the program with Big Show and them. But uh, that stuff is no joke uh, with that. But but the, I just think at the end of the day, you got to, hopefully you, you want the ratings to be going up and you have to, you have to just, you have to look at things and assess things and, 
You have to say, well, what else can we do? How can we reach more people? That has to be the goal of a television company. It has to be. It should be a goal of any company, any business, any brand, is you want to reach as many eyeballs and keep as many eyeballs as possible on the product. People can, can whine and complain all day long about what they don't like because that's what they're going to do. But if the numbers are there and everybody doing good business, it, it doesn't matter with it. So, you know, I don't know if it's being done too much. I haven't seen it a lot. I just remember that Cody, was it Cody and Dustin? Or Dustin and somebody else were just bleeding like crazy. That was, I think it was the Cody-Dustin match years ago, right? But I know it's been done. I know it has been done more frequently. I just haven't seen all of them. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know how, how much that, that helps or hurts. Or I think it could help a program when it's done right. Brad Austin, perfect example. Uh, when, when people, you know, I remember the Cody Dustin, if that was the one where I remember it being very, it was, it added to the story, but, but it, it's, it's not something you want to be doing all the time. But again, Hey, people have different, people have different opinions on that. Some people think that's what they, they love doing it. I don't, I don't, I just don't particularly get it, but you know, I think it's great if it really happened in a match and something accidentally happened. And I think it's amazing if that's something it's like, you hit your head accidentally and you get cut open and it's like whole, cause it's so much more organic and natural, you know, with that. So I'm not against it like happening. I just think it's, you, you do got to pick your spots on it though. Wrestling's a weird thing too. Cause it, it's, it's physical acting and there has to be, Al Snow was really good at doing this. There has to be a format. You kind of, there has to be a fellow, you've got to be able to work your place on the card with, with the tools that you're being allowed and there has to be like a kind of respect on building a show and building a thing with based on where you're being used and the role that you're playing. It's like a movie. It'd be no different. So if people didn't have kind of designed roles in movies, then, then anybody could just be doing anything in a movie and it would be all out chaos. It's the same thing in wrestling. When you guys don't respect the levels of where you're being booked on the card and start going out and doing other things, then then it's all out chaos. There, there's the, the movie is is unhinged and it, it's not, it doesn't work with it. So that's why there needs to be a sense of control. There needs to be an authoritative figures and things that this is the way you got to like, you've got to understand the role that you're playing and in that, in that you want to build a card up until the main event. And you want to have those guys be able to do things that are going to get a great reaction late in the night. But if everyone's just out there burning each other and doing this, then, then there's chaos and in, in the, the, it all goes out the window with it. And it, it, it takes away from a scripted television show. That's why pro wrestling is so much more similar to acting than, than anyone will ever realize in the format and the structure that you do need in a way as whether it's being given or there's that respect that stays in line based off the role that you're playing. And it's good when it's a combination of both. But I can only, I, I can, you know, I can only give you my thoughts on, on what I think and what I've been taught and what I, I see and, and feel like I understand, but. Other people might have, have a differing opinion than that. Thank you for saying I'm a sweetheart. I'm a mean, mean man. You don't want to piss me off, but I am also a sweetheart. Thank you. I think it's the best way to be. I think it's just, that's called just being real. Just the emotions can go any direction. And you try to keep it centered as much as possible. But I'm a big fan of selling, and I believe in there's levels to selling, and 
I just I just don't think it should be disrespected. I, and that's one thing I, I think if if selling is done correctly, pro wrestling it, it is it is a beautiful thing. I I'll tell you I just saw and I'll, I'll say that I saw yesterday with Oscar with the other girl she was was it Nikki Cross she was wrestling on Raw Oscar probably threw like a twenty hit combo that. Like, I'm not even kidding. Go back and watch. And I don't even know. It, it was a very high number. Maybe it wasn't 20 exactly, but it was a very high number of strikes. And if you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. She just kept hitting her and hitting her and hitting her. And then finally, after like number 20 or 25 or whatever it was, or 18, she bumps. And then they do something and they keep going on. And I'm like, all that I get when I see that is like, your strikes are not that lethal. That if you do something one time really good and they go down, then you could do other things. You don't have to. I get it. There's a time and place you have to turn it up and crank it up and there's gear changes. And But even then, you still want to pick and choose the things that you're doing. Like if I, and that's why, you remember when I was mounting guys, when I went to my trunks, I did that. I, I think I wrestled Axel, Bo Dallas, and Adam Rose. And there was, they had me, I was doing the grounded pound and just boom, boom, boom. And I thought it looked a very, I was, it was aggressive and intense and, it looked really, really believable, but we were doing it as the, the going into the finish. And guys weren't getting back up. It was either that calling the match or picking them up and shell shocking them right after. And it, where I wanted that to be was the direction with everything and a gear change going that, but not doing that uh, in the beginning of a match or the middle of a match and then picking the person up and running and doing a bunch of other stuff because then. All that, if I really punch somebody like that and they're just back up and doing stuff, my ground and pound absolutely sucks ass, right? And that's the stuff you have to think about when you do stuff and when you put things in. Like, that's why guys I get too, when guys do, and they, they do their finish three times, you know, like, like I, this is something that bothered me that I, and I love the Usos, but they, they, they come in and they have great super kicks. It's a finish and it's been a finish for them, but they come in with Sammy and he hits him with three super kicks and then his splash. With a double finish and he still kicks out. I understand it shows heart, but my thing is, what other moves can you do where you could show that you're turning up the intensity on him and it's going to be believable? Okay, you want to get that splash in there, but maybe not do your other finish, your super kicks in there with it, unless you're going to do one with it. You don't need if you do one and it's one and you and it's the passion and intensity and you're staring at him and it looks like a million bucks. It makes such a Big difference compared to boom, 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 boom. Imagine I come back and I got to start hitting five, six shell shocks just to get a pin to cover. I didn't do something right. And if I'm not creative enough to come up with enough moves, which I felt like I that was never an issue with me, but like if you're not creative enough to come up with different moves to do and stuff, like, man, you, you got to protect your finish, but people don't. That's why I'm like, hey, keep doing what you're going to do. I just know how my business and what I can do. I'll protect that thing to the, to, to the very, very end, and then we'll get something out of it. It's just it's just a mindset thing. Taker had that mindset with his finish, and look what happened. And then, and I think he thought I think the reason too, and they kicked out with Sean and did the near falls, and they probably thought he didn't have much longer left, and he ended up being able to wrestle far past that. And so it became guys kicked out of it a little more. Whereas I think it was being done to, at the very what he thought was was the end, maybe the end more full time, right? But it's uh, you want to protect your finish, and you could always do. There's so many other things you could do, and but I'm big on protecting certain things as much as possible. It is what we make it.
I've been on Twitch. We do Twitch every uh, every week, my man. I'm I do I'm, every show has been broadcast on Twitch for the most part. So if they're not showing it, like I've said I don't even check anymore. I know at that channel after WWE partnered with them, I didn't. I noticed that nothing got any traction at all. So I don't even. Again, it's not even. It is what it is. Tim, I'm going to give, so Tim says, if Roman doesn't drop the titles, Tim, he goes, if Roman don't drop the titles to Cody, I'm done with WWE. I'm 100% only uh, over only seeing the titles on the line five times a year. Tim, I promise you, you're going to keep watching. I do not believe for a second, Tim, that if Roman wins at WrestleMania, I would bet my life savings on it, Tim, that if Roman, I, you might go a week. Hell, you might even, Tim, you might get yourself to two weeks. Maybe you, you pull a wild hair out of your ass and you're able to get a month. But I assure you, Tim, you're going to go right back to watching at some point in time, if not right away. I promise. So I would say if if that's something you don't enjoy, only watching the titles be put on the line five times a year, which is still a lot, compare that to like, titles in the other organizations are fighting where they fight maybe one or two times a year, you know? I would say shift your focus to the other things that you enjoy on the show and talk about the things that you like more than don't like. It's a reflection of the mindset. I'm sure there's stuff that you see that you like. What ha- What's wrong with talking about the stuff that we like? Man, I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed that. But that's a reflection of people's mindset. So many people are so negative and don't even realize it. They they completely disregard the things that they enjoy, and they just want to talk about the the the, the little thing that they hated or they didn't like a little. And then I go, "You're just staying. That's 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 what being in a negative frame of mind more often than not is that you don't even realize it. So when you see it, like, hey, nope, let's talk about what I liked. You got to become aware of it and catch yourself and shift a negative into a positive. Sweet Sugar Sugar says, completely agree. What's the point of having a finisher if it takes three or four of them to actually finish the match? You're totally right, big guy. Thank you. It's just common sense. We call it a finishing move for a reason. It is the move that finishes people. Not a move that we want people to be kicking out of more than any other move. What other move do we do to guys three or four times? And we, to to try to beat them and they keep, imagine like if I hit a guy with with a body slam, do I do I pick him up and, and have to try to do that four or five times to get a finish on him? It's just, but we're gonna do it to our finisher. It, it, that to me is that's a reflection of not people that it's not good. I know I never watched anime anime growing up. I don't think I've ever watched anime outside of a uh, outside of a little clip. Uh, Robert says Roman is a draw a few weeks ago. They gained like 600,000 for just a segment with him and Sammy. I'm cool with him retaining at mania, but I'd feel, uh, feel it would kill Cody. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see what the, the, the direction is. And, um, we'll, we'll see the build up to it. And we, who knows, man, this, it, nothing, unless, you know, I don't know what kind of deal Cody got and what what creative input, if any, if certain things, if there were anything agreed upon for championship runs or anything like that. Who knows? 
Uh, we'll have to wait and see with it. And um, it, it, we'll just have to wait and see. But I, 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 I would like for Cody, I hope he continues to, I hope the crowd's really behind him. And I, and I will be very happy and proud of him if he gets his moment at WrestleMania, which he's getting his moment regardless of that is uh, uh, to be a, a WrestleMania main event is a very, that's a big accomplishment. Uh, it's a huge accomplishment on its own, but to, to see if he get if it pays off and he's, cho- he's, he's chosen to go out there and, and, and to be victorious and it's going to be a hell of a moment, hell of a moment. And two, and uh, you know, when you look at it like that, if that is the, the, the final creative on it, right. It makes a little more sense too. If you, I try to explain things too, from a, the wrestling standpoint, so you guys can view things and, and kind of when you see things that maybe you don't like, you can maybe kind of catch yourself and, and try to view things and, and ask yourself different questions and to where it maybe can help you shift out of being as upset. Like, is there a good reason? Like a lot of people that are upset, Sammy didn't get the big victory in his hometown of Montreal over Roman is because that moment is already in the script for Cody and they don't want to do that four or five weeks prior. And you know what I mean? Because now it's being done. You can't, that, that moment, it's not the same. You're taking it, what was the design plan and putting it, you know, so plans would have to completely change on that. And oftentimes with their main event storylines and things, if something's being done, that's the big picture of the direction they're going. There's always a possibility of an emergency. It's something, an injury where plans have to change. But, you know, that could be a big reason, you know, they don't want to, they can't spoil that and do that there because then it takes away from the final chapter of the other story so these are things that kind of factor in when you're watching wrestling with guys and storylines and and things and this is why and i tell you too with me it's just one you know you go back and you you know and i look at this and then i was looked at it with physical acting and as a professional and, and it helped me do my job to the best of my ability you know cena goes down with the injury and they need a main event for punk they 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 take me which I'm in a much better spot than I was not being in the main event with it, right? And but unfortunately, it was a horrible spot to put a guy with an undefeated streak that had that was red hot and things were just getting hotter and hotter. But everything happens for a reason. But the plan was that it wasn't the plan wasn't let's put Ryback in the main event now. The plan was let's keep building Ryback into the main event. No doubt would have been the plan, but it was let's he's killing it. Let's we can run with it now. Like that and, and but it wasn't for me. And that, but it's hard to understand that for people that are behind it and that believe in it because everything was so good. But the b- grand plan was for Punk and and Punk and Punk and uh, Rock once again to lead into Punk Cena Two, which was a program that was years in the making, right? So unfortunately, even though I get put into the main event and main event for a good portion of time with it, but it was playing a a, a role that was never for me or it's supposed to be for me with their bigger story in place. That's why it's physical acting. And, and there were other things and reasons and things I talked about, and that all played into this and things because we could have very easily kept it going and, and paid it off right after with the Cena stuff, which was all that wasn't going to happen with the, the, the legal stuff that was going on and that friction that had been whatever. Right. So, but it's a way to look at it and see the bigger picture that they they've spent years on, with that and you just being I was getting plugged into Cena's role he was supposed to be Cena Punk he got injured so they needed to, to they needed a period for main event with Cena gone 
for a couple months and whatnot. And it was, and then it ended up being the, it just was so good, very popular, doing good numbers, keep it going, but it was still not for me. So it's like, how can we make something make sense? It's not supposed to make sense. And, but it, it gives you, and I lived it. So that's why I'm able to confidently, there's always a, something, a, a bigger picture, something going on. And unfortunately on their big picture of stuff, they're less likely to change that compared to something going on at, 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 a, at another story point. That's not their, 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 their bread and butter on it. Hello, hello, hello. With that, guys, though, we're approaching two hours for today's show. We went long today on the Ryback show, and uh, so I greatly appreciate your time. Thank you to everyone on TikTok that joined into the live. Always greatly appreciated on that, all the love and support. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. All the discounts in there are on the description and the comments here on Ryback TV. Please uh, hit those, turn those notifications on and, and stay subscribed or you want to share the channel share the show hopefully let's see let's keep moving up the podcast ranks maybe we bump this back up into a top 10 show again even with all the shadow banning and uh you never know with everything so with that guys let's have a great day and until next time my friends stay hungry feed me more